Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level? Full with the topics, full like the rubber, with game talent like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates sweep their minds a little bit. The sports medicine, the sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Yes, sir. Hey, I, man, after that, that theme music, man, I definitely want to start by, you know, us giving a shout-out to the to the homie Dirty Dame, who is celebrating a birthday today. So, happy birthday, shout-out to the homie. Uh, been doing, you oh, know, our theme music for 11 years plus running. Um, so, shout-out to him. Have a great born day, King. Let's get into it. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the bold Dev Mack, and I'm back in the building. Um, I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my bros. We got B. Austin and Jimmy the Blueprint in the house, as usual. Uh, the news dropped this week of several big-name athletes expecting to miss a lot of time, you know, for, for different reasons. Uh, we're going to wrap about that and some other stuff. But first, we'll get a brief college football preview from the homie Fred Purdue. So sit back, relax, bust it up again with your guys in the war room. The greatest man cave in the history of history. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter or even Instagram if that's your speed. Uh, that's all at War Room Sports, but we'll also be taking your calls live in about 30 minutes on a Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. What up, fans, man? What's up with y'all? Back in the building. Yo, what's really good? Uh, man, I was, I was over on the island for the past week, the island of Jamaica, man. Um. Yo, uh, man, yo, that jerk chicken chilling. pizza you got, was that from, were, were you still on the island or was you back home when you got the jerk yo, chicken pizza? Yo, I was, I, was, I was still on the island. So it was low level. It was like the last night we were there. You know, we had done all the, let's hit the, because the first, like, four days we stayed on a resort. You know, even when you're in a place, resort food is still not considered authentic. So, you know, resort food is kind mm-hmm. of weak for where we were when you know they're known for their grubs. So the next three days we just got, like a regular hotel, not a resort in Montego Bay. We were originally in Ocho Rios. So once we went to Montego Bay, you know, we started getting all the authentic, the real stuff. Last night there, you know, we didn't want to go anywhere. We had to pack and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, you know, what can I get delivered? So they had, you know, they had Domino's. I ordered some Domino's jerk chicken pizza, and it was, you know, for lower-level chain-type pizza, like, it was pretty good. Like, their Domino's taste a little different. I think the crust is a little bit flakier, but they still had the garlic crust. But, you know, they had flavors like jerk chicken. That was, yo, they need to get that over here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they, need to, they need to get that. Y'all need they to, need to that. get that. Even, even the, the non-chain places, if you want to, you know what I mean, like real good pizza places, if you want to 
basically cater to a bigger fan base to get stuff like that. You know, you know what, Blackies, we like Jamaican food. We like jerk chicken, curry chicken. Those are some good pizza toppings in concert. Listen, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, so like, I'm not sure what a curry chicken pizza would taste like. I taste but one, I'm willing though. to try. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm willing right. to, I'm willing to try. <laughs> I'd, I'd order one. Yeah, I order one. Jimmy, I know you're down for research purposes. <laughs> uh, me, where'd Jimmy go? Yo, we talked about. It. He went to go get the, the jerk pizza. I don't know what happened. Ah, <laughs> like, I'll be back. Yo, anyway, another shout-out that I want to give, man. Shout-out to your man, B. Austin, your man, Nick Cannon, who is now expecting his, I believe, 10th child, which would be his third with baby mama, Brittany Bell. I mean, we know Nick Cannon and his beliefs, you know, he, he, he wants to <laughs> with humans. And he he's wants a non, to start he's right a non-traditional polygamist. Right. I mean, and he's obviously found women who are down for his cause, whatever that cause may be, because every few months you turn around, Nick Cannon is expecting another child, you know, with most of the time a different woman. So this is number 10 that he's working, that he's expecting. And this is only his third with this particular woman. I believe he has two with Mariah Carey. So, you know. The man went from drumline to BM line. (laughs) Yo, whole line of them. Uh, And Jimmy go, man. Where's Jimmy at? Um, All right. So, yeah, you know, Nick Cannon doing doing his thing. Um, He's 41 years old. So he got a lot of years left of um, fertilizing the earth. If that's what his plan is, I mean, he got enough money to do what he got to do. I think he's going to hit 20. I think he's going to lay 20, 20. out. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not like we see that. It's, it's weird because a lot of people like, you know, I'm not here for it. Nick Cannon this and Nick Cannon that. I understand. Like it, It's non-traditional. It's not what people are used to. We usually clown stuff like this. But a lot of times we're clowning stuff like this. Dudes are doing this by mistake because they just can't keep it in their pants. You know what I'm saying? Dude, this guy has a plan. Like, he wants to do this. This is the legacy that he wants to leave. He's had the argument, this the many kids and that many that baby make against He's it. planned all of this. The main argument is the financial situation, right? Financially, can you provide for, for these children, for your progeny? For you know, your your wife, and in his case, yo, know, my man's worth nine figures, and for all intents and purposes, from what I've seen, he's actually pretty savvy with his bread. Yo, his seeds are taken care of, so right. you could make the argument maybe he doesn't spend enough time with each of them, but we don't know that. It ain't a matter of money; they're gonna be well taken care of. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's definitely. And, you know, the, to hear him talk, the way he supposedly feels about his kid, I can't even see there being issues with, you know, him wanting to be around his kid, spending time with him, stuff like that. But, you know, we, we never know what's actually going on. But shout out to him. All right, so. Yo, shout out to him. He's not trying to turn them. He's not trying to turn the boys into girls. 
and the girls and the boys <laughs> like some other parents. Hey, so, yo. <laughs> yo, shout out to D-Wizzle. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. But let's get this uh, quick college football preview out the way real quick. We got the homie Fred Purdue waiting on the line. But before we do that, we just got to let you guys know that his segment, as well as our Hot Topics, are brought to you by my bookie. War Room family, you know what time it is because we tell you what time it is every week. It's time for you to start sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, then yo, stop wasting time. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of stuff about to start college football, NFL football, NBA in a couple of months. You got the stretch of the run of the baseball season. It's a lot to do right now. Lay down some bread on all of the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. Join now. MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right? So, like I said, we got on the line with us uh, War Room Sports College Football Correspondent, Fred Purdue. Fred, what's going on, good brother? What's going on, fellas? Nothing much. Nothing much, man. You know, big weekend. We know this is this is your time of year. College football is about to begin. Um, thousands, millions of people out there, you know, just waiting for any type of football to get started. It's a lot of football heads in this country. So this is a, a a big big week for a lot of people out there. So we're gonna jump right into it, and we're gonna get your 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 picks for for the playoffs and who you think is gonna represent Fred, in the national championship game at the end of the day. Fred, Fred, real quick before you get started, just because uh-huh. we are in the war room and we do kind of do what the f we want with our show. Um, oh, okay. We know that you are. Know that you are a member of the education system, putting that time and that mm-hmm. work in, teaching the babies, trying to save the babies. Did you want to give a few bars to Ron DeSantis for taking slavery as a fact of history out of the textbooks in Florida? Uh, that, that, there's not enough. Um, you guys don't have enough time for that. So <laughs> not enough <laughs> commentary. Yeah, there's not enough time. Um, I think Jay. I think Jay. Gave him like half a bar. I won't say it, but you know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'll probably it. get. All right, so who who's gonna represent uh, college football playoffs? Right. College football national championship. We getting right to the dirty. Oh man, he he put me on the spot on the spot. Okay, so for me, it's we'll start out of course you know who the goat is his name's Nick Saban he got a got an 8 million uh, 8 year 94 million dollar contract i mean dude get max contract nba max contract or second tier nba max contract at this point at 70 years old i don't think you'll see through see it through but he's got the top spot i think he's on a revenge tour they had a lot of injuries last year i don't think if the injuries don't happen i don't think that i don't think they lose to georgia uh, I think they're on a revenge tour. They have the best defensive player in college football, and Will Anderson. He'll be a, he would have been the number one pick this year easily. Um, and also, they have the Heisman Trophy winner returning, so he'll be a top 
three to five pick next year, or this coming draft also. They have the number one spot. Ohio State, they're right behind them, and they have the best quarterback in the country, uh, C.J. Stroud. They have one of the best receiver in the country, a top three running back in the country, one of the best offensive linemen in the country. And if the defense finds a way to at least be a little bit better than last year, they will definitely be where I see them. Uh, I see them at number two. Uh, number three, the defending national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm not – I don't think they'll win it all. Again, there's no repeat, I don't think. I think their quarterback situation is kind of average. Uh, they've lost a little on defense, but not a lot. Uh, they'll have another top five to seven pick uh, on the defensive side. Uh, one of the best corners in the country, Keely Ringo. Uh, Georgia's going to be there. They'll be there. Uh, their quarterback just – if he doesn't kill them, They'll and he can they can run the football they'll be fine and here's my dark horse because I know a lot of people will be like who why huh at number four I have the Utah Utes uh, they they have an early test against Florida in the swamp to start the season they get past that landmine don't see anybody else really beating them um, in the Pac-12 I'm not sure USC is just there just yet uh, Utah had they had Ohio State up against the ropes. The entire game, big deficit. Ohio State eventually pulled it out. But if you say do that again, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but I see I see Utah putting up some big numbers. Uh, and, and they'll be able to be the, that team from the Pac-12 that finally gets a playoff spot. Okay. All right. So <laughs> when it's all said and done, who's what teams are going to be standing? <laughs> and then what – which team is going to be ultimately the last one standing? Uh, last team standing. So, okay, so we have out of the four, I think Ohio State and Alabama have a rematch of a couple years ago, but I think it goes, and I think it's going to go about the way that we saw it the first time uh, where when Matt Jones and Devontae Smith and all of those guys were there. I think, it's good. I think Alabama's on a revenge tour. And you know what happens when, it, when Nick Saban's in a championship game. I don't bet against him. I did it once. I will not do it again. It will never happen again. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think uh, that defense is going to be led by Will Anderson, uh, Jordan Battle, and the rest of those guys. I think those guys are on a revenge tour because teams are putting up points on them because they were just they were injured really bad. I mean, you were talking third and fourth corners were out there as starters. So uh, I, I think the reigning Heisman Trophy winner as of right now, and Bryce Young will, will be able to put up enough points and the defense will be able to kind of keep teams at bay. All right, well, um, did you already mention your dark horse? I know you said something about uh, Utah. Is that your, is that dark, your dark horse team? Or you no, got one? Okay. So I have a team, so Tobias, is, I know he's listening, so I hope he hears me loud and clear. This team is going to scare him. And I hope they do, but I don't think they'll beat them. The Tennessee Vols, led by Josh Heupel, former – I, I, I don't know if you guys heard that. I don't know. Maybe that there's a disagreement there. Um, but the Tennessee Vols, um, led by Hendon Hooker, uh, former uh, Virginia Tech quarterback. He transferred in last year. Offense didn't really move early, but once they caught a rhythm, those guys – had a really, really strong offense. And I think that team's going to be really good, really good offensively. I don't know about defensively, but I think they're going to put up points on people. 
And I think that team could win anywhere between nine and ten games. I mean, the East is wide open. Okay. All right. I hear what you're saying. Now, you spoke about last year's Heisman Trophy winner. Um, who's your favorite uh, to win it this year? So it's really hard to win a Heisman twice. You know, the last time it happened, there was an Ohio State guy that did it, Archie Griffin, and that was that happened so long that I wasn't around. I don't think any of you guys were around. So I don't think it's ever going to happen again. You have to literally put up numbers better than you did the year before, and I just don't see another player doing that. But we do have a – the best quarterback in, I hate because I hate Ohio State that much. I hate liking this, this guy because he's really, really good. But C.J. Stroud, who I think is going to he, – he's the best quarterback in the country. He'll be the number one overall pick going into the, the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, 6'3", 217, big arm. If you haven't had a chance to watch him, go back and watch him. Pull up his, his – Pseudo pro day when he was at Ohio State throwing for their pro day this past this past draft uh, season he was throwing to guys like Chris Olave and and Garrett Wilson and he was looking like a pro like man I'm like oh can we just get him can we fast track him on to 2022 but we got another year of him he's gonna put up big numbers uh, he has the weapons to do it I mean you have Jackson Smith and Jigba who's one of his receivers uh, Travion Henderson probably one of the best running backs in the country at least top three. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., I know I'm dating our, all of us here. I mean, I remember, you know, <laughs> Pops was that guy. Marvin Harrison Jr., he's really that guy, too. Uh, and a host, uh, Julian Fleming, Paris Johnson on the offensive line. Marvin Harrison Jr., he's going to murder him. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that, but okay, cool. We got it out of the way. So, he has a litany of weapons. So, it's, it's the Big Ten. And he destroyed the Big Ten last year. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. has a, a litany of weapons. No, uh, uh, C.J. Stroud has a litany. You know what, B. Austin? You know what? Chill, bro. <laughs> My bad. I'm oh, chill. Yeah. Took, took me a second. I was a little yeah. slow on that one. But yeah, yeah, I caught that. I, yeah, yeah, I tried to ignore it, but, you know, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, Ohio State has a lot of weapons, and um, C.J. Stroud, is just, he's, just, he's that guy. I think he's better than Bryce Young, even if you want to talk going to the NFL level. He has everything you look for in a quarterback. He has the footwork. He has the arm talent. He has the smart. Um, he's he's going to be the guy. I think he's going to be the guy. And he's he better than Jalen Hurts. Mm, yes, he's better. I mean, than I mean like right now. And you I know mean, how right I'm... now. <laughs> I mean, right now, like third year quarterback. Mm. Jalen Hurts I hate in the NFL. you know I hate saying that about college guys that they're better than those NFL guys. I think he's – I'll go this far. I think he's better than Justin Fields when Justin Fields was at this point. And you guys know how I feel about Justin Fields when he was at Ohio I'm, State. I'm joking anyway. So, I, was, I was just trying yeah, to get B. Austin to take a shot, but uh, I'm pretty oh, sure oh, – you know, I'm pretty sure B. Austin thinks, you, you know, anybody's better than him right now. But. Oh, yeah, your quarterback ain't shit. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, mine <laughs> yeah. is – I mean, but yours, yours really is shit. But, hey, you know. All right, man. So, look, before we get you out of here, last question. Week zero in the in, in college football, which is this coming weekend. Not a bunch of big games on the slate because it's not traditional week one for most of the big programs. But are there any can't-miss games? I know you'll be watching as much as possible either way. But are there any can't-miss games during week zero? 
Uh, I want to see North Carolina versus FAMU. Uh, I want to see what North Drake May, their new starting quarterback, is going to look like. I will definitely be taking in Howard and Alabama State just because. And, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think Fred watching these games so he can root against these H. I'm going to be rooting against the H. I was just – I was just <laughs> – you got to root for Howard, though, man. You can you can root against the Rattlers. That's okay. You can root yeah. against the Rattlers. I can't, I can't root about. I can't root against anybody that wears orange and green. That's it's completely forbidden. No, but yeah, uh, but um, yeah, you know, what I'm saying if you want to continue to be, you know, a, a part of this network. <laughs> You got a roof for Howard. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. A, I, I mentioned yeah. that game just for you guys. I'm glad you caught the bait. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Really, because I mean, truth be told, you're gonna be the only one out of the you know four of us watching it. So yeah, go ahead and do that. So <laughs> and last but not least, no, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna take in Jacksonville State versus Stephen F. Austin. Only because Jacksonville State is the the team that beat Florida State last year. Of course, anybody that beats Florida State, they have my my utmost respect and, and, and your attention. They have a, yes, they have my attention. But those guys have a really you don't, even, you don't even like Dion. <laughs> I really don't. I, I, I really we're gonna leave that Wait. alone. We're gonna leave. I thought he said. I thought he said Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State, they're in Georgia. They're a oh, FCS level. Their uh, FCS is one A. Yeah, them dudes. Not yeah. yeah, they're the ones that beat Florida State on the Hail Mary at the end last year, and anybody that beat Florida State all day, every day. You know, I didn't want to bring up Dion or anything, but why we why we ducking people from North Dakota? I'm just saying, all that talent. You got a five-star guy. You got another four-star guy. Your quarterback's your son. He was a four-star Never mind. I'm gonna leave that alone. You don't take everything why? just because it's out there. They don't take why, everything. Why are we you don't. Why you don't. Why you don't get enough. You don't get enough support from uh, certain black people in Florida, man. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he'll get enough support from Florida State after he leaves those guys. When he gets to Florida State, I'll definitely support him by making sure my canes beat that. At. Never mind. I'm gonna leave that. See, you guys gonna get me riled up. Don't get me riled up. You know. Yeah. All right, man. So, well, we look forward to everything, and, you know, we'll have you on to do your college football thing for our college football fans out there. But before we let you go, just let everybody know where they can find you online. So you guys can catch me on Twitter, Fred Produce CFB. I have a little bit of a, a little shameless plug here. So new podcast on the way. Two episodes beat the College Football Overdrive podcast over at the – Debbie Marketplace Podcast Network. Make sure you go check it out. Follow us on Twitter. Me and my old buddy right. Rick Brown, we're doing some college football over there. So go check us out, CFB Overdrive on Twitter. All right, man. So we will holler at you. Everybody, make sure you take a listen to the podcast. All right, Fred. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, Fred. One love. Kill is kill. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, Look, now that we talk a little, we'll stay on football, man. We talk about uh, young man Deshaun Watson. I don't know when the news actually broke. Y'all didn't talk about this last week, did you? I think it was a little bit after then. But Deshaun Watson, his his suspension has been up to 11 games. So, um, 
Jacoby Brissett, and of a, course, and an eight million dollar which, which he was going to do when it was just six games. But Jacoby Brissett will be taking over for eleven regular season games. You know, barring any setbacks with his health or anything like that, or if they find out he likes um, multiple massages a week as well. Um, <laughs> but uh, Deshaun Watson will still quarterback the scout team until his suspension begins, which I believe is August the 30th. So, you know, they're going to try to keep him sharp for as long as they possibly can. Um, what do you think about this, fellas? Like, is it more fair, um, less fair? Should it have been the six originally? You know, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have, not probably, definitely shouldn't have been the six to begin with. And, um, I heard I heard his press conference and you know I'm I'm definitely not I'm not for black men getting up in front of the camera and playing super humble and yes master no sir yes sir and all that boss um, but in this particular case I do take the approach of where there's smoke there's fire and you can't tell me that this dude, at the bare minimum, didn't enjoy a rub and tug. And at the worst, he was taking his man junk out. He's like, I got him. On, on I'm not that. You're talking about being humble. I'm like, you can't go on TV and, and be all humble when, you know, you're known for allegedly whipping out your man meat. <laughs> but, like, there's nothing humble but, about a boy who constantly whips out his man meat to people. Yo, he doesn't necessarily so, so, know whether or not they want to see or touch his man. Look, he did a he Yo. did an apology that was kind of <laughs> like a real apology. Then the very next day, he was like, "Yo, if I offended anyone or affected uh, them, you know, then sorry, but I will I will continue to profess my innocence. I'm innocent. I didn't do it. Uh, Yo, it was like it was like the worst." apologetic non-apology ever like i think boy a little bit narcissistic and and you know pr obviously doesn't write for these guys as much as they used to but this is the direction that they want people to go like we want you to apologize but apologize for anyone you may have offended Let's not incriminate ourselves and say exactly what you're apologizing for apologize for anybody Excuse me, that you may have offended, but you know, also keep your innocence, profess to your to your innocence. So yeah, it's always going to look like you're playing both sides. It's going to look stupid because if you're going to sit here and you know claim that you're innocent, then what are we apologizing for? You know what I mean? If I didn't do anything to offend anybody, then what what am I apologizing for? Even though we do live in a world these days where most things that shouldn't and haven't before offended people offend somebody somewhere all the time. So who knows, man? I, it's just, it's just, it's a, just a tough situation, man, because, I mean, boy, the story is, based on all these stories, boy is a nasty boy. But this ain't the same as, this, yeah, but this ain't the same as, like, Kai's having that, that transcript where he admits to being a nasty boy. 
I guess the one smart thing Boyd did this whole time is shut his trap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I saw that there was he's a, not been convicted a, of it. Sean Watson deposition going around, Jim, but I never like clicked to listen to it. He ain't give no like cause type admissions during the deposition, did he? Or y'all haven't heard it either. Todd was like, yeah, put my pudding pop in your patootie. <laughs> well, do? you know, when they when oh. they tell you that this will never be, you know, admissible in court, you know, that, that loosens you well, up. Well, that's a whole different, that's they, a whole different argument. Then they, but then the point, they the point the I'm making is, like, <laughs> yeah, the point I'm making is, like, he's never even admitted to or said anything, which is, you know, on his part, it's kind of like, yo, shut up. Most people can't do that, but he did shut up. So it's like he's being punished. I don't know. The NFL is just so inconsistent. It's hard to say whether this is a good thing, bad thing. Like there's no right. level of consistency or anything. So that's that's what makes this difficult. No, and I see exactly what you're saying because we've seen dudes on video punching chicks in the face, and you know it's 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 different for them. And the NFL has to be taken to task because of how lenient they were in situations like this. And here we have a situation where nothing has been proven. And I'm not saying this to defend the dude because I, I believe wholeheartedly you're free. Um, but is that uh, uh, an arrestable offense? Is that a suspendable offense? Who knows? You know, if they feel like he's disrespecting women, then okay, then, then you suspend him. But it's like, how do you come to these conclusions when we've seen people do some egregious stuff and we all had to get on the NFL for being too lenient in a situation. Or we've seen a cat Everything's do dictated by the Q Neil. We've seen a cat do something as simple as Neil and his career is pretty much over. You know, it has been over since that moment. So yeah, it's, it's, it's it is a difficult situation because nothing has been proven. Nothing has been admitted to and no charges have come up. <laughs> and you know, no conviction. So yeah, this is this is weird. Um, so that's why I, I do I agree with Jimmy full heart wholeheartedly that it's difficult to answer the question of is this enough punishment? Is this too much punishment? I'm like I really don't even know what the hell is being punished. Yeah. So it's hard. Don't to know answer. what the punishment. Yeah. I, I <laughs> right. Like I'm, I don't even know like which part are y'all punishing? Like. That's my you're punishing because he pulled his wood they're out. Because they're not really they're not really punishing <laughs> him based on based on evidence. They're punishing him based on the now perception that a, that a part of their fan base will have if they don't do or say something. Right. While it's meanwhile crazy. you got people at at the games with signs saying "F them hoes." Um, we want Deshaun Watson. Like you got people. Saying stuff like that just going way overboard <laughs> to say we want dude on the field. So yeah, that's a crazy situation, man. Um, some injury news out of Dallas that you know could could you know derail their season. I don't want to put all of that on one player, but Tyron Smith, uh, left tackle, one of the better left tackles in football, uh, has a knee injury and he will be out at least until December. You know, he got the indefinite tag, but he needs surgery and will possibly be out um, till December. Yo, what does that do for the high hopes of the Dallas Cowboys? I'm going to go ahead. Because we gonna... always talk about the fat guys up front 
and how important that is to a team's success. I'm, this is the I'm a, fat guy up front on this team. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that while I don't believe we're falling for the banana in the tailpipe per se, yo, Dallas really ain't. Dallas ain't that good, man. Dallas ain't yeah, that good. But, and, 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 but that's always and, been the case. But neither is the division. Yeah. So, you know, they still have the upper hand when they're the worst. They're the best of the worst, pretty much. They're the best of the worst. So, so there's some let's, people let's, thinking let's that the Eagles might be the best of the worst. But it depends. Talk on about that them shit. So, you you do have Tyron <laughs> Smith, a twelve a twelve year veteran, who I would say for eight of his twelve years, surefire, clear Hall of Fame. Now the mm-hmm. last four years, Bull been he's been above average. He's still good, but he's nowhere near what what he once was at one time, right? But you and, know why, though? That shows you the importance of the unit because that unit hasn't oh, been what they were bragging Zach, about four years ago. Oh, I was going – Zach, so like, Zach, Zach mm-hmm. too, the other, the other bull, the other white guy that they that is a, probably a Hall of Famer, Zach Martin, he ain't been good either. He's been, he been good, but not, not great like they talk about. So the fat boys up front have, have been living off of a decade of reputation – versus true honest production and, and they weren't Jerry, even good for that long to be living off their reputation. Yeah, they weren't they weren't <laughs> Jerry and them went out and drafted some decent kids where the argument now is that they found gems in lower rounds. And what they did is, you know, because Jerry doesn't have any true morals, they went and found linemen that had, you know, issues off the field and dropped in the draft due to those issues you know, versus them truly not being talented enough to be in the first round. So they went and grabbed those. So they're thinking that they'll just plug and play and put them in. But, no, that ain't that ain't going to work. Not not at this level yeah. with the type of pass yeah, I never heard Beyonce say anything – Anything positive about anything on the Cowboys? So at least you can say like, I, 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 But I, but I can't even. I can't even like. I don't even know whether like that's your real analysis or your Cowboys analysis. Because like, yo, it's, it's, yo, your hate for them is is just real. No, I'm keeping um, it. I'm keeping. I'm keeping it a thousand. You get rid of Amari Cooper, Michael you Gallup. Yo, you don't have the ability yo, they, to keep it a yo, thousand with paid, Dallas. But yo, I think they Amari. Paid, yo, I, they paid a bull with an ACL, man. Bull out with an ACL and got a fifty million piece. So he's not coming back. Cedric Wilson, underrated, he gone. They're counting on C.D. Lamb, who leads the league in drops. Boy has seven drops. No, I and think the Amari thing is, is, is bigger than, is bigger than um, you know, they anticipate. That's a huge loss. Huge. That's a huge loss. But you still because Because, yo, because, yo, Dak don't even, Dak don't even <laughs> like C.D. Lamb. Yeah, you still, you still buy it, bro. No, like said, that don't of all the live. all the weapons we talk about in Dallas, they're probably their biggest offensive weapon. Definitely their biggest, but you know, you know what I mean. Thirty-one-year-old um, out with an avulsion fracture of the knee, so we'll see. You know if they can plug somebody into that, that tackle spot and and keep on uh, chugging. Uh, we'll see how good they are, how deep they are. Um, maybe this. Brings them back to the pack a little bit. Um, not that they were far ahead of the pack in the first place. Like I said, there's a lot of people out there who aren't even picking them to win the division in the first place. But, you know, it's been theirs. 
um, you know, the last year was theirs and it's supposed to be them again until some people start saying otherwise. We'll see how it plays out. Um, what else happened in the NFL? I think that's it for, for, for our NFL. So I'll move to the NBA before we take unless y'all Unless y'all mm-hmm. saw the, uh, the highlights from today where Aaron Donald was wilding out, yo. He was Yo, committing practice with the Bengals. Yeah, and a fight broke out. Yeah. Aaron Donald was swinging helmets at folks. Swinging helmets and stuff. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I didn't see it with any sound, but I just saw them. I, saw, I definitely saw them wilding out. And that's a, that's a dude I don't want to get into that type of situation nope. with. I don't want to wild out with him because no he's strong. I Imagine the no problem with which he swings a helmet. <laughs> And even if you have a helmet on, imagine that helmet hitting you across the helmet. Pause all this. But imagine that. <laughs> Yo, all I got to say is, I saw the boy that, that, I saw, I saw the boy that tried the to end the practice. Did y'all, I mean, listen, I always refer back to the boy that tried to exchange hands with Aaron Donald and his uh, after picture, bro. Like, leave that alone. Yeah. Tried to exchange hands with him in the street. I ain't so, even uh, trying to be he he had funny. He on. But Aaron Aaron Donald is exactly what happens if you move the nut meter, the nut meter pause back hey, about a millimeter about a millimeter from from Indomakong Sioux. Like I think Indomakong and 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 Boar cut from a similar cloth, but Aaron Donald is able to hold his crazy in a little bit better or a lot better. But he well, oh, oh, who, who's able to hold it in? Aaron Donald, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit better. I don't than think Adama so, bro. I don't think so. I don't think so. He got a, he 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 got just as many, if not more, than Sue in terms of like uh, him doing doing like, you know play. certain things. Yeah, like it's a whole well, thread on Twitter I'm looking at right now of like Aaron Donald throwing things at people and doing uh, you know. Well, you know, well, something about hey, that, those interior those, those interior linemen, man. Because remember, Miles Garrett got suspended for doing the same thing, and when he was wilding out. I mean, you got to kind of think yeah, about what they got to go up against every week. They got to go yeah, up against you gotta, holding you. Yeah, yeah, you got to be off. It gets frustrating. You got bigger dudes you look, holding you every play, throwing you to the ground, bro. doing crazy stuff to you. Yeah, you got you, you got to be like kind of like off the off the meat rack just to play that position. Like you got to be kind of <laughs> right. like you know. So you're gonna take punishment. Yeah, like and then yeah, you look Aaron Donald, and you like yo. Aaron Donald is is different because linemen are usually fat. Like they they got muscle, they strong, they like power lifter strong. Aaron Donald got abs. No, like he that big and he got he got abs. So no, Aaron Donald Aaron Donald could smack my whiz. I'm not hitting him back. I'm emptying the whole clip. Like he gonna get all all sixteen. Remember <laughs> Martin? What she do, man? <laughs> Yo, like I'm gonna try to fight this boy back. I'm gonna fight this ball back. Let me say, Nico, yo, listen here, Bucko, you getting all sixteen of these right to the dome. Right, you you fight, dude. Whether it's in a controlled practice with helmets swinging, or if you rumbling on the street, you are gonna find yourself in a doctor's office with a doctor talking to you. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. <laughs> you are gonna be sitting there like I don't yo. know what you're talking about, Tell the truth, yo. yo. I'm so angry they got Will Smith to play an African ball like that, though. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so well. I'm I'm so I'm, I'm just so shocked he was so bad at it. 
<laughs> but shout out to Will. Yo, and, yo, and he, yo, he's playing the straight, he's playing the straight Captain African border. <laughs> that's Will Smith, dude. That, and that's, I know, that's when you're that big, you can get any role you want. Because, like, like, how you Ali Ambo? Like, like, come on. They don't man. even try to match come Will on, or nothing. They just, same thing with Denzel. They don't try to match him or nothing. They're like, you Denzel, man. Just do the part. We don't care if you don't do it the way we wrote it. Just do the part, man. <laughs> and you, you get to a certain point, man. It, it is what it is. All right. So, you know, tell the truth. Um, Excuse me. <clears throat> NBA news, man. Y'all man, uh, Kevin Durant, sat down with the Nets brass in Los Angeles. Uh, Steve Nash was there. Uh, the owner, Joe Sy, was there. The, the <laughs> Sean Marks was there. And they came Hello, to the conclusion nothing. that they're going to pretty much bury the hatchet and continue with their partnership. What do y'all think about that? Uh, NBA loves drama. Tried to get out of there and found out that didn't nobody want him was being asked and had to settle his ass down and come on back home. I got, but I feel like I mean, um, if if that's the case, the Nets had that leverage all along, though, because if if he's going to settle down because you think nobody wanted him for the asking price, okay, the Nets always reserve the the right to ask for a ridiculous amount of people and picks. Yeah. To come back. That, that's, what, that's what, you know, that's what happened. His I conviction must side, not have been that side. heavy if that's going to be the reason why he's decided to, to, you know, partner up with them again. Because you knew they were going to ask for ridiculousness in return. <laughs> Yo, I just, I just feel like, um, I just feel like the NBA is overly dramatic. Like, why mm. did any of this have to be public? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy. I don't know if y'all saw. I sent a video to y'all the other day. It was about um. One hundred. It was about Woj. It was about Woj and how Woj got his power and how he gets all the information. Like the NBA is 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 just dramatic for no reason. Like they could have <laughs> done all of this and they could have never leaked. And you know we still had the end result. Like I'm pretty sure this happens more than we know, but they leaked Yo. it because they like the attention. Funny how we'd be on similar waves. Like what you're saying. It kind of lends itself to my thoughts about the situation. It's like the fact that it was so public and, and dramatic. I'm thinking, well, it might not even be them saying, okay, we're just going to move on and do it. It might just be them saying we want to remove the drama and the publicity from the situation. We'll work on a trade for you, but let's just go into the season doing what we got to do. Let's not make this public, and we'll try to get – you know, something for you and send you somewhere that you might want to, like, I'm thinking it might be something like that, and they just want to remove all the drama from the situation. You know, like like we said, you know, Kevin Durant realized it ain't happening, <laughs> and he decided to, to play nice and make up, because that's weird to sit in a meeting in front of two dudes that you pretty much said, you know, get rid of these cats, or I'm not coming back. It ain't happening. No, that was awkward. But I was thinking, you know, like Jimmy said, how dramatic it is. I'm just... I was thinking earlier today, I was actually going to post that in the chat. Like, do y'all think maybe this was just to shut everything up so they could just do this in peace and Kevin Durant doesn't have to get slammed while he's trying to get traded. The Nets don't got to be called stupid and all this kind of stuff while they're trying to trade him. And I don't know. I Because I think that, but then I also think as soon as somebody makes a legitimate offer, somebody's going to leak that anyway. 
unless all these leaks we mm-hmm. get are just made up in the first place. <laughs> but everybody wants to be first with the news. They want to be the person to, to give it to somebody and just be a part of history. So it seemed like anywhere you go, if anybody makes a legitimate offer, it's going to leak anyway. So I don't know, man. But for now, for at least what they're saying, the Nets and KD are back on board. And the crazy part and the scariest thing about this is with him, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and a little bit of the supporting cast they had, this team still can win the NBA championship if, if everything yep. comes together right. Meaning, you know, Kyrie come to work, nobody gets hurt. Like, that's the crazy part. People want out of this situation, but this is a situation if people aren't acting wacky, dude. Money, money ain't the root of all evil. Attention is. That's Kevin Durant, shot the Kyrie Irving, and a dude that can do all the stuff that they don't really want to do. And they make sure they do the have stuff a, that he don't really want to do. Like the team could be perfect. <laughs> but all three of them are sensitive to, to, to no end. Kyrie less sensitive, more just weird. But the other two dudes are real sensitive, so that's kind of what's in their way. But from a talent perspective and what could be a chemistry perspective, this team could be really hard to beat after everybody asked out. <laughs> yeah. Very. So Very hard. Yeah, Lakers, I mean. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I would, I would just want to say, man, I guess the crazy part is the amount of talent, but it's like, yo – I can't see it coming together just because of how insane they are. I mean, they're going to have to prove me wrong. Insane in the membrane. You know you can't say stuff like that today. You have to apologize for that for anybody you've offended. Oh, my bad. You can't say they spazzed out. You got people changing albums because they said spaz on on their album. Remember, like, yeah, Beyonce bad. had my to bad. change the album. I just say. Lizzo or somebody had to I change say, the album for using the word Yeah, Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo and Queen B. Yo, I just say they off uh, they off the chain, that's all. <laughs> off they rockers. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, the Lakers has traded for Patrick Be- Beverly, and they traded Kalen uh, Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson to acquire him. Now, the craziest, a couple things crazy about this. The first thing is, Taylor Horton Tucker was one of those names that they seemed in the last few years to refuse to trade when they probably could have got even better deals for dude when he was hot, you know, after the bubble or before the bubble, whenever he was hot, wasn't that long. Um, but when his name was flying around, it seemed like he was a piece the Lakers didn't want to give up, and it probably could have made the team better. So now they finally give him up for Patrick Beverly, of all people. Not saying that's a bad pickup. Not even saying that I wouldn't rather have Patrick Beverly than Taylor Horton Tucker, but why now? And how much of a kick in the face is this to Russell Westbrook that they just traded for pretty much his worst enemy in the league? Like, if there's beef in the NBA, in in between some NBA players, like, this is a real beef. So, they are number one I, I, I posted right. a video on the group chat today because I was watching the, uh, the rivalry joint. I went back yeah. and watched it based upon this trade, and they got real, like, static. Like, so they got Mike tried to take that like man's knees out twice. And the yeah. first yo, time, multiple when, times, he, yo. when he was successful in taking his knees out, OKC might have won the chip that year. 
before he got Russ up yeah. out of there in the playoffs. Like, OKC might have won the chip that year. They were looking for a rematch. Yeah, so. Man. <laughs> yeah, that so, was so it was, they, they got, they got, they got real, real, like, static, but that's, like, crazy. Like, to me, that's like, yo, Russ ain't going to be here. Like, I can't see them two dudes starting the season on the same team. Like, they, they, ops. Right. I mean, but there were reports that Russ, of course, doesn't want to be there anymore. That's supposed to be the point of contention between he and his agent. That's the reason why they split ways, because Russ was upset that dude hadn't gotten him out of L.A., um, no, at least L.A. Lakers, yet. And now they do this. So are they showing you, all right, Russ, you know, we're going to appease you, open the night, you're not going to be here. Or are they just like, we do what we want, this is our team, you better suck it up and, and, and play, find a way to get along. Like, how is Russell Westbrook and Pat Beverly going to be on the team, high-fiving, <laughs> celebrating, like, I don't, like, how? I just, I don't see it at all, bro. Um, one thing I will say is, Pat Beverly's probably a better fit, though. <laughs> With all that being said, he probably yeah, a better fit. He's not team. coming in trying to do anything offensively. I mean, you got that already. You know, Russ going to do. Yeah, yeah. So, and they I mean, knew that before they got him. So I blame that more on them. I mean, Russ, not Russ got him old. Sorry, Russ. I know you LA dude and all that, but I mean, I don't know. It's mad. Your, it's man ain't, you know, your man, real out loud with his happiness, too. Like, woke up a Laker. That's what's his own. <laughs> like, that to me is more just poking at the bear. Like, yo, I'm pretty much about to take your spot. Yo, yeah, yo that's a hundred percent. Meant to instigate Russ. That was a hundred percent. Yo, yeah, the ball is no, one of the top. No yo, he's a Russ, top five. Like, oh, that's a Laker. Yo, he's a top five practicer of troll duggery. Like that's what he does. Like, remember he went on that run. Remember he went on the ESPN run when he was going on every one of their shows and it. just like, oh, no, I love it. Slandered, and yo, is it slandered everybody? Disrespecting every no. great point guard. No, what he really did. Hold up, though. Hold up, though. Hold up, though. Paul, little disrespect. Yo, he pulled. Yo, he slandered everybody. He slandered everybody with the exception of one person. James Harden. Nope. It's one person LeBron. that he gave all his flowers to in the world. Yep. And I was LeBron. like, yeah. and they asked him, if you, if you could play look what it with got one him. superstar, who would it be? He quickly said, Bron. So, you know, he said, Bron he said, so Bron is the only out. He said, Bron is the only out. Nah, but he, you know what? Like, he, he, gave, he, also, he also held it down for, uh, for the beard. Yeah, he held it down for James Harden a lot. But, but, but no, he, another he, thing, he, he, he came for praising those two, said Bron is the only alpha dog in the league. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I think he was trying to get at the point because he sees himself as a fit on the Sixers. I, actually, I see him as a fit on the Sixers, and I think he knows no, that. I is. think he was trying to somehow get there. Um, but when they asked him who he wanted to play with, he said Bron. So, like I said, you know, <laughs> asked for Bron's pipe, Bron extended his pipe, and. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what types of shall you receive. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see so, how that goes, man. Bro, man, like, Brian was deadbull in the eyes and said, does it look like a helmet or a mushroom? <laughs> yo, hey, yo. Hey, hey. for my entertainment purposes, I'm going to need for Russ to be on this roster when this season starts. <laughs> I want to see two teammates. 
I want you to see, see you want to see a rumble on the bench, on a whole rumble on the bench. We've seen people on the bench have to be held back. Like I want to see people on the bench or even on the court just throwing hands with somebody with the same uniform on. I, I would love to see that because I'm just ignorant like that. So let's let's get that Lakers. Let's try to make them make up. Because you know if, if they do go into the season, you know training camp will be crazy. You know they're going to fist fight during training camp. You know that already. But I think the, the club, if they're going to keep Russ, they, they're going to think we're going to get all that out of the way in training camp. They're going to rumble. We're going to bring them to the office. Yo, practice. practice <laughs> like kids, we're going to make them shake, and shake hands and make up. Yeah, practice is going to be crazy. Um, he might just go for his knees again. So Russ might not make it to opening night. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of, of, of not making it to opening night, man, y'all man, Chet Holmgren, the beanpole, is out for the season, man. He on some, some Ben Simmons-type stuff. He's going to miss his rookie season um, because of a, a foot injury that he sustained in the crossover Pro-Am League in Seattle, Jamal Crawford's league, while guarding LeBron James on a fast break. I'm a little disappointed because I was really – you know, hoping to see Dude play on the NBA level to kind of see what he can do because, you know, I'm one of the people who thinks Dude could actually be pretty good. There's a lot of people looking at his size, his race, <laughs> like Dude's just going to be another bust, another great white hype. But I actually think Dude got some legitimate game for somebody I, of, I kinda, of, of his stature. I kind of feel, I just like, to see. I feel you know like, like in today's – in today's NBA, and this is almost for granted, but in today's NBA, it's intellectually lazy to just assign him the bust or potential bust because it's not like he needs to have muscles or size to do well in a league that allows seven foot six players to play on the wing. And I mean, guard, with that like, being said, my dude, my dude looks like a walking injury, so. <laughs> so you kind of knew it was going to happen, but I wanted to at least, you know, get him 10 games in so we could see what he looked like in the NBA season. Um, at least, at very least, you know, kind of like with Ben Simmons, at least he gets his rookie year back so he can still buy for the, the, the trophy of rookie of the year. But I, but even beyond that, even beyond that, though, like why are you playing defense on a fast break in the playing game? Like no one, everybody knows, like you, it's LeBron going Against the ball that weighs 100 like, pounds more than you. And you trying to play defense in the pro am league and, and, and Tobias said something today which was funny too. He was like, Yo, these dudes will uh you know um you know rest when the games they're getting paid for, but they let us pro am this man. summer, like they all these pro am games. Yo, I, I thought they, they, about they, that myself. I was I was thinking that, but I was like, Let me just be quiet mind my business because we get a lot of entertaining clips and stories out of this. But is is it me or did did y'all feel that pro, not even just pros because we know pros do it that's why it's called the pro am but superstars and even you know big name rookies like him and and Jimmy's man Escobar like I felt well, like it was more pro am play with big name NBA players than you you know more than usual this season and it's the because you know, a lot of people just brandy, make their brandy. appearances. But some of these dudes are like playing the schedule out in the pro am. Like LeBron yeah, is not playing like, these like, schedules, but I don't think this was LeBron's first game. Was this LeBron's first game 
Where does happen? Oh no, or no, no, no. This is no. like his second oh, sir. Or, no, not, he's not played, his first pro game because again. I know he played in the Drew League as well, but I thought he had already played a crossover game because he was playing with DeJounte, you know, he was super teaming again <laughs> in the pro end. Yo. Um, and came in super all, teamed all in the pro end. All I'm going to say, man, listen, oh, man, if it ain't Rico Hines, it don't count. If it ain't Rico Brian, Hines, like, I'm, I'm not going to a pro end. I'm going to stack my squad. And I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need y'all to tell me how Rico Hines got so lit that his game is like the it thing. Like, how what he do? <laughs> why Rico? Um, why Rico I, that bull? Yo, I, I, yo, I, I the bull Rico. That. All the bull Rico do is is say good stuff and pray and curse in the midst of his prayers at the beginning of. Because I say, I think he's like a coach or something, man. He ain't he, ain't he like a coach? I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's a trainer. Yeah. Yo, oh, he's a trainer. How his how his games get so lit though? Social media. <laughs> That's all I got. But, but yeah, the Rico Hines runs are, are are stuff of legend these days. So. Yo, but all I'm gonna say is, man, yeah, wait, wait, too, yeah, too much flossing, too much saying Rolf team, man, too much pro am, man. You gotta chill. Yeah, and and I think some of these pro ams, these are like the championship games anyway. And if they weren't, do y'all think people, you know, after this? <laughs> y'all think we still gonna see as many people playing as many games in the program, or you think everybody gonna call it quits oh, right but, now? Or do you think hold on, NBA no, teams are calling dudes to tell them to call it quits right now? That's enough. Hold, hold, real <laughs> quick, real quick though, real quick though, because I think it's one thing we gotta add to this conversation too is, um, you can't tell me that the Thunder ain't somewhat uh, tanking too though. Like, you know what I mean? The, the Thunder, the Thunder playing this thing like you know he got injured on on camera and all that. I think that the Thunder are really um, – I think he could, if he wanted to, he could play this year. Let's put it that way. No, I mean, they, they're in the same position as the Sixers were with, with Ben Simmons. They were still in the midst of their rebuild. So, exactly. like, if we got this, like, why rush them back when, hey, we can – Exactly. You know, lose a couple you know, more when, games, when they got, get another when they got draft like a dude, pick, that, it up. When, they, when it's a dude, it's a dude next year who's supposed to be, like, the next coming of Brian, like, the, the biggest, the biggest uh, you know – Prospect since LeBron James is in right. his next year's draft. So, yeah, they try and get the twin towers out there, <laughs> the twin wing towers. They they definitely try. That's a waste. So, of, that's, that's a waste of talent playing in OKC. <laughs> well, I mean, they had their moments before. So, Sam Presti trying to bring back the glory years, man. They had about six yeah, glory years. Seattle. When they were no, in Seattle, about when they were in Seattle, and KD. Uh, Russ and KD, they nah, was in the, the glory, glory year. years with the Rain Man. The glove and the Rain Man is the real glory years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the OKC glory years, but yeah, the Seattle Sonics before they stole the team. Definitely, definitely the Rain Man and the Bulls. But yeah, this is this is crazy. We're gonna see how many people play in the next pro am. Um, you got cats like Isaiah Thomas. He ain't got a choice. He's still trying to get signed for it. But um. <laughs> Shout out to Chet, man. About to have his his Ben Simmons year. Um, it's crazy though, because I, I was really looking forward to seeing him and and Bonchero play this season. Um, but shout out to Escobar, man. Escobar, man, rookie of the year. Escobar, yeah, he he, he should. He definitely should. Um, he looked a little shook when LeBron and them came on the court. Like his confidence level, because you saw no. you know the clips of of how he was treating people and how he was acting cocky, 
when Brian and them came yeah. and teamed up against them, he had a whole different look on his face the whole game. I did mean, you oh, did you see him talk about Brian at the draft? I didn't. He was he was. Yo, when he talked too. about Brian at the draft, you would think that Brian like is no longer with us, and he's like a, 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 a on the side of a pyramid, like a like a deity. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, but and I because I, cause I was laughing at it, but then I realized like yo, Brian's been around so long that yo, dude is grew Ron up is watching their, Brian. Brian is their dude, guy. He's twenty years in. But that's what I'm saying. I I didn't realize that because I'm like, yo, dude is not even twenty yet. So that means that. Brian's Miami years is probably when he started watching ball. Brian, yo, Brian is his pop. Why, why is Brian their guy? Why it ain't um, why it ain't Haslam? Who? He should be. He about to go into his twentieth season. He should be everybody. He put his Zoles. He put his Zoles on. He put his Zoles on. People probably look up <laughs> for financial reasons. Like you can do a little bit and, <laughs> and come up off of it. All right, so Yo, so yeah. that's not shocking uh, that he would act that way when he's on the court with the ball, like you know. But hopefully that wears off and you go, you gotta start going for the kill. I remember, I remember AI talking yeah, about that. He's too talented to be play. like scared when these dudes. Yeah, AI said you know. the first time he saw Mike play, like he got on the court with Mike, he was like in awe. And then Mike starts yeah. talking trash to him, and that's when the the, the baller kicked in. Yeah, that's probably the thing. He was LeBron out there trying to be LeBron. LeBron be out there trying to be everybody's friend, so that probably throw him off even more. Like, dang, he's not even disrespecting yeah. me. So I'm gonna go at him. <laughs> LeBron be out there. like you saw the, the the photos before the dude check got hurt. Like when they came out, LeBron was shaking dude hand like he was a fellow, you know, ten time officer. <laughs> <laughs> man, you need to come up to you and be speaking to you. But Brian, you know, Brian got an agency. Brian, Brian is playing, so he's thinking on a Brian whole other way. Brian is playing chess, man. Right. Brian, Brian is playing chess, run, man. So he really can't he's, be he, out there he, he's playing Mike chess and Kobe in and disrespecting all the young talent. The opposite, the, opposite of, the opposite of Brian is probably like Barry Bonds or even Kobe, right? See, Kobe, mm-hmm. Kobe like people don't want to admit this, but it's factual. Like, Kobe is having a rebrand in death um, and rest in power to the gods, but he's having a rebrand right now. 150%. 150%. Yeah, because cause folks didn't like, yo, and it's funny because, like, even folks I see on my timeline, like, yo, you hated the ball. Like, what, what are we doing yo, here? Yo, I be calling people like, like, all the time. I'm like, yo, you out here. First, like, it's one thing to say yeah, nice like, things about him now and actually tell the truth about his game, but it's another thing. When you start Richard defending Rod. him, when somebody else might still be saying a little Listen, something that might be out of line, like how are you defending? I see it in the media. <laughs> I see it in the media and all that. And so my point in saying that is, Brian is playing Didn't longer. When Brian retires. When Brian retires, he's not going to have a even even his biggest like you know competitors are going to talk about him in such a glorious way that. This whole Brian and Mike argument is going to take a huge shift in the years to come because people going to like Brian more than they like Mike. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. People going to like him more than they like him, and that that's going to you know. So Brian is playing that game. He, he ain't dumb. He know he's staying around to get ring record, be nice to everybody. He going you know. He, he, and and the and the collective like attitude of society has changed. You know, we got social media. People reach out and talk to strangers every day. So a lot of people want yeah, to be so he, nice. He, a lot of people want to be friends, even though it's a bunch of haters still left in the world. 
But that you Listen, know, he's playing the part, long game, man. Yeah, people want to be friendly to each he, other unless it's you know. The, he told y'all, man. Hashtag more than an athlete. <laughs> Chicago Bulls get on social media and be making fun of dudes dying. But oh no, yeah, they just they just, yeah, that, they just threaten lives. Like they, they, much they, yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Bron, Bron, Bron is uh Bron is playing along. He gonna end up owning the NBA team and be like the beloved dude and have everybody going. You know. All right, so the Knicks are back, and they reportedly offered five first-round picks, Evan Fournier and Obi Toppin, to Utah for Donovan Mitchell. Um, if I'm Utah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take that because you know. Yeah, me too. Like, what's, got the, game, what's the hesitation? Donovan Mitchell, like the Knicks is trying to. What's the hesitation? Yeah, the Knicks trying to get y'all the Garden for Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell, take the Garden. Like, really, take the Garden. So, so you agree that Yo, you, you take that in a heartbeat? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Because first of all, when I look at when I look at what you already got for uh for 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 the uh the French ball with COVID, when I look at what you already got for him, and if you can grab all these first round picks, that you flip them into a whole future. Like you talk about having pick in the track. <laughs> you get your okay on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't be. What you think? You taking that offer, or you holding out? One. One hundred. Donovan James. Okay. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement there, man. All right. So right before we take the call, quote of the week, man. And and that 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 Knicks thing that was our stat of the week, man. Five first rounders, Fournier and Toppin for Donovan Mitchell. I don't know what's taking them so long either. Our quote of the week. Quote. My family, and that is a quote from your girl, America's fastest woman, or at least she was for a couple of months. A couple of years ago, um, she carried Richardson. Um, shout out to <laughs> Tobias, who we're going to have on the line in probably a couple of seconds, 30 seconds. He was what basically like, being, he, she said, you'll meet my mother playing with my money or my family. Remember, her mom is dead. So that's some kind of low-key threat. I don't know what it was in response to. Jimmy, do you know what the conversation, because it was a Twitter conversation. I don't know what yo, she was I have no about, idea, but I know who she that. was threatening. But Tobias was like, "Yo, it it gotta be hell being her her PR uh, squad." <laughs> yeah, it like, gotta be yo. Like, <laughs> like keeping trying to keep her on track, man. And of course, yo, as always, she has her defenders, she has her detractors. So I've I saw everything that happened after the comment, but I don't know where the comment came from. But I saw people arguing, ah, what's so bad about this comment? And you have people telling them what's so bad about it. And then they start arguing, like literally insulting oh. each other. And it's no longer about Shakari Richardson. So Twitter's so, a funny place, yeah. I'm, but yeah, I'm, she said that, though. You'll meet my mother playing say, with my money or my family. I think it's safe to say, you know, even through our objectivity, which we, we pride ourselves on as a brand, we're pro-black men. I'm not gonna lie, man. It was hard to root for her, man. It's hard to root for her, man. I, I, I'm trying, yo. Yo, it's hard to root for this chick, man, because she won't just shut up and run. And I know that sounds like Damn. shut up and dribble, but here's the thing. Here's the difference. Here's no. Here's she the ain't difference. saying nothing. That's the difference. Yeah, she ain't saying anything other than other than dumb retorts to social media 
And the people that have been told a lot of times to shut up and dribble have built the cachet, have built the, the, the credibility and goodwill to be able to speak. She has never, in my opinion, articulated anything intelligent, nor has she gotten, nor has she developed consistently enough in her, her sport to have all of this rap and all of this response. Yo, go out she there. She Adrian Bonner track. Did, yep. Yo, that's a yo. That's a great analogy. Adrian Bronner. And she's a little more accomplished than him, but that's a great analogy. Damn, that's, that's it. <laughs> Bull wanna kill yeah. him. He just killed him like she's more accomplished than him. Yeah. He yeah. She's more accomplished than him, but I, I yo, I just in order for in order for me to get behind defending her. In order for me to get behind her, she would have to be a little bit more feminine. But in order for me to get behind and defend her, Bars, I, I would I would have to see more accomplishment, more work, because it's like everything that surrounds her, not her on the track, but everything that surrounds her is what she gets the attention for. Like, so you're saying, on, basically, B, you're saying in order for you to come around to defending her, she got to do less talking and more saying to me. And that's what I'm hearing. Is that what you're saying? Hey. More. <laughs> no, 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 it could be. It could be more. Let's it could be more. It could be more sandwich making. It could be running faster. It could be more <laughs> records. Whatever it is yeah. that you are great at, yo, be great at that. And then, like the the her her quote unquote rivals, mommy rocket, and the other Liz Hair. Like I know they got big rap about her. But they just snickering and pointing at her. They don't even got to say nothing because yeah. she plays herself. That was she crazy. Though, when she walked by and they was all getting their snicker on. Like, Damn, that's what they she They snickering and she... Yeah, yeah. Yo, mommy right, rocking, though. Call me, though. All right, I just, you know, I didn't know what you were saying. I thought you were just telling them to get in there and bake them cookies. Um, nah, she's not. She, she, she don't even like, she don't even like meat on her sandwich. She like... She like uh cheese on. Oh word. All right, so let's yeah. get to the to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias waiting. I know he's cursing y'all out because y'all taking too long to get to his call, man. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Let him get on his show. Um, My fault. <laughs> we Tobias, what's going on, man? Roll damn tired. Roll damn tired, fellas. All I got to say is that the reason y'all have Fred talk about college football better than me, because I'm not accepting those uh three sixty deals like Meg the Stallion. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fred, know what the hell you talking about? Let's go ahead and keep it a buck here, fellas. Alabama's winning yeah. national title. Alabama's winning national title. These, these pundits Ooh, go welcome. far. Ain't that, ain't that what he said? Tied in the I, I ain't listen to him, but see, I don't trust Fred. Also, backhanded stuff. He, he in there. said all that. But, uh, I, I ain't listen to him. That's what he said. Yeah, cause I don't listen to Fred anyway. I, I tune him out. But uh, it's kind of like y'all kids tune y'all out. You know, TT, you say here some candy. But here's the thing, right? Ohio State ain't man up up front. They got a great offense, but they ain't physical enough up front. Georgia, you know, lightning struck with them. They had a great year last year, but the same quarterback who can't win a shootout still there. And uh, I, but y'all got Ohio, preference. Ohio, Ohio has legacy legacy players that could win a shootout. But hey, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I know Marvin. Hey, you remember that time with T.O. said something? Marvin said, keep my name out of my mouth, and T.O. came with that retraction. <laughs> 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 he ain't like that. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, like I played in Philly. I heard about what you did in, in the streets. I, I apologize. Yo. I apologize for anybody Yo. I've offended. <laughs> but I'm innocent. Yo, Yo, before, before, the, before there was a uh, Aaron Hernandez, it was a smooth criminal. Yeah. But, uh, hey, but here's a stat for you. Since 2008, America's University, Alabama's been number one at one point every year since then. Uh, here's another one. American University. Hey, here's another one. Ever took over as the number one team in the country, Alabama. His record is like 80 or 15. The next best only had like 44 wins. Just let that sink in when y'all kids want to play some football. There, we'll send them out there, make make them a couple million dollars, and oh, they can take man. care of y'all. But uh, and we and they can get that NIL football. money. Hey, but yeah, but everything done above board. By the way, that's all I got to say. But uh, y'all talk to Sean Watson, right? Here's the problem, right? If we if we got accused stuff that stuff for our job, we've been fired. <laughs> you know, they just, they just keep it a buck on this. One. No proof. But, no but, yeah, and, uh, but like what happened was that's what okay B also says. All them chicks ain't lying. And people are talking sensual. Here's the problem. You got a guy who by six three, six four, by two twenty, two thirty, he he wants you to do it, he probably gonna do it just to leave the room. <laughs> you just keep it like that. And uh but Tobias, one chick one chick damn near said he laid it on his shoulder. Yeah, no, what you gonna do? No, one did say yeah. he put it on her back, then he, then he like, <laughs> yeah. then he hey, on somebody's but, back or something like that. But, but, but what oh. he messed up at is that he should have cut those settlement checks at the beginning, because people, a lot of these people out here, let or, me tell, let me say this real quick. Putting the jizz on anybody's well, back, but yeah, he yeah, yeah because no, not his, not his mama know that he like having his booty tickled, but uh, you know, but uh, yo. Oh, Black people, and I'm speaking of black people out here, this ain't the hill to die on. Don't be comparing this to Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft went to a massage parlor where he has changed cash for services. All he would have got done was jokes. But as Jimmy knows this, because he's a business owner. Business owners have more perks and power than, than employees. There's a reason that <laughs> that dope man get caught up easier than Nino Brown. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm also I'm also one who so, who supports um you know um underworld workers. So my thing is, boys, man, you could have just paid and like you could have just paid the tab and like been cool. Like that's what yeah. they're expecting to do. He's trying to do it with legitimate, you know. Massage art, massage artist. Like, dude, these dudes are being, you, you, they're recommending you to these people because they're good at what they do, not because they're going to give you what you're going to get down in Chinatown. I'm like, come on, dude. So just pay for it. Like, just pay for it, my guy. Like, when you're at that level of NFL athlete, man, your time is more valuable than your money. So just pay for it, man, so you can get back to practice, man. Just, just pay for yeah. it, my guy. But the crazy yeah, part is, he's spending more money on these. Masseuse, I don't even know what the plural of that is, masseuses, than he would if he masseuses would, like and just, you know, Bob Kraft. Yo, I'm pretty sure. I'm they call sure Bob because they're giving him real healing type massages. Them other people just rubbing no, you in the face. He was trying to get a real healing massage. He's trying to get some sexual healing. 
But see, but, but Dog, you, you, are, you know, know the you crazy part the about this whole thing is, this dude trusted all these women to rub his body, but he had the same barber since he's probably been at Clemson. <laughs> you know, but um, he could have opened IG, went to his DMs, and just like he had his sure his DMs were filthy. Where he had all he could have had chicks massaging him who's never given a massage in his life, like. You could have had chicks you, know, if you want to massage. Him. See, for him, no, I think the thing is, though, like he was getting a, trying to get a real NFL level massage, but he was, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it, people talk and about. Uh, like but, but hold up, though. But hold up, though. They got they got some that do both, though. They got some that really can give you a, a professional, like a real professional job, but we're still willing to go there allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying I know, I, I, saying I know yeah. experience. I'm just saying allegedly. I mean, he wanted the whole conversation is warm. That's all I got to say. He wanted to get the cryotherapy chamber and get touched inside of there. Hey. And cold, like, but you know what, though? <laughs> but see, the problem is that that's one of the times where you just cut you just cut the settlement checks out yeah, so yeah. nothing we comes up. In the, hot, in, the, in the hot pocket. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, but this also shows cause what happens. Cause I got these woke black folks on my timeline that, that try to quit everything to race. So I was like, well, explain former Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer gets suspended two years from, from sexual misconduct in the MLPA, the Major League Baseball Play Association, the uh, Summers Union of Sports. They shut down the World Series over some bread. Remember that? Tobias, it, Tobias, it, it, Tobias. They, didn't, they didn't defend him. Tobias, I just made this point to our brothers, and I'll make it to you since you somehow made it onto the show as a regular. One of the greatest things that we have learned in our years of doing this and leading the way as pod fathers is a point that you made. Don't die, don't die on certain hills, man. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and we're all, to an extent, black protectionists, pro-black. But even our own people, have a measure of intellectual idiocy that they will argue you down on the dumbest points that they gave no just based on wanting to battle under the victim, under the victim umbrella. Yeah. The dumbest so, hill right. I've seen people die on was the Bill Cosby hill. So if they yeah. do that in that situation, you have no hope of trying to tell people, Tobias, not to die on this hill. Like yeah, he, come in. Bill, my man Bill defend told Bill what he did and There's people that did, still quote that NBC, NBC thing. Like there are people who still quote that Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC so they destroyed his life. Uh, As if but, NBC but, couldn't he, just say, no, nah, we ain't selling. And, and, and what people don't realize, like with the son, this is not a legal matter. It's a civil matter. And, um, and like companies, many companies, like I said, they will fire you over stuff like this, misrepresent the company, but also the NFL's a business. So guess what? That, that business depends on fans. And you don't want this negative press. So I understood trying to peel it because I'm like, I wouldn't be giving them six games. I would have done the year. But like I was saying, Trevor Bauer got two years for this. There was no criminal charges. And the Dodgers cut him soon as the allegations dropped. And he had two years, $40-plus plus million dollars a year left on his contract. And he was a former Cy Young pitcher who was one of the best pitchers in the game. But I don't hear nobody talking about that. And that's the stuff that gets me. But uh, but y'all talking about, like, KD also. Uh, get on this KD thing. Uh, it shows this problem is, like, people talking about, oh, yeah, the Rudy Gobert thing messed it up. Minnesota being Minnesota, 
Man, this is the same franchise that lost first round picks to Tampa for Joe Smith of all people. Joe Smith. <laughs> Back, you know, uh, if you go Tampa, at least let it be Kobe or Shaq. Uh, <laughs> you know, but but the prop, but uh, Brooklyn never wanted to trade. That's why they want those. They asked for the world and the, the world and the stars because they knew they they didn't want to trade them. That's but what I'm the they, they always had the right to do that in the first place. Just ask for something yeah. that was ridiculous. And, and, and we and we just got to be honest about this, guys. We got to stop saying the ifs. I call the Nets the ifs because every time we talk about it, it's if they get this, if they play, if they healthy, if they show up to work, it's always an if with them. Until they – and here's the crazy part about all this. If they didn't trade for James Harden, they would have been a title team because they still would have had Karis LeVert, uh, Jerry Allen, and some other cats on that team ready to go deal with They They would have won a title with that team. But when they trying to be super team and having three guys with no bench and no size, mind you, that's the same franchise that chose DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen. DeAndre Jordan's cooked. <laughs> and so I just think that, one, they better be glad the Nets said no because that really would have stuck it to those players when the collective bargaining agreement comes up. Because, you know, a lot of folks are like, all right, you got one year left. We don't get enough for you. So we go ahead and let you go. We'll trade you, get something for you. But four years left, and you're 34 years old, and you got to gut your team, and the guy may get mad and want to leave again. That's a lot, man. And, uh, and honestly, you know, teams may wait to the deadline, but I, I don't know, man. And then Kyrie, who wants to deal with that? You know? Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, and I know you guys. Yeah, and I know you guys got to run. I say this, Patrick. Beverly, I was saying this years ago. He's the perfect type of guard to pair with LeBron because he's like Mario Chalmers. He don't need yeah. to be the point guard because LeBron's the point guard. <laughs> and, uh, and I've always said that. Now, Russ, they still Russ not going to trade guard Russ guard because who goes – hello? Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying Russ is the worst kind of guard to pair with LeBron. I don't know what they were thinking. Yes, and, and, and that see, sometimes there's a difference between accumulating talent and team building. If you was a team builder, you never would have traded for Russ anyway. And I always said they still not going to trade Russ because they going to have to take bad, bad contracts or more years on them. And they weren't. And let's say they got Kyrie, they're not winning the title. They'll be lucky to be top half in the West. But yeah. they did get a title out of it. But that's so they got their title out of it, which all that matters at the end of the day. But dealing with LeBron. People got to understand is that do you really want to be the third star? Because it's going to be your fault if it doesn't work out. And also, as a franchise, it's kind of like the bowl weevils or the locusts on your cotton field. Hey, everything looking good till the bowl weevils come through to show your cotton field. Now you're screwed. So, I, I, but at the same time, yeah. you got your title out of it. And I, I can't fault the Lakers. Shit on that show. We don't know about bowl weevils and hey, man. Field. Hey, I forgot, man. I forgot. Y'all city boys that use the street lights and concrete. I forget yeah, about that, but hey, but you guys take it easy, moment. man. All right, man. We right to you next week. <laughs> All right, peace, man. All right, bro. Bro said bow weevils and cotton field. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Concrete jungle, my dude. I don't know nothing about that. See, what, Yo, what, what, what kind of Yo, what kind of shit <laughs> we talk is that? Yo. He sound like the, the chick on Big Brother. What's her name? Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine. Yo. Why Terrell Owens running a 4-4 at 50 years old, yo? Because he's still trying to get in the lead. 
Like, cause my thing is, why are you still working out to the point where you can run full force? T.O. is never going. Has he ever officially retired? I don't think he's ever. Like, he went, I think he had to because he went to the hall. He had to. Though. He went to the hall. I remember he got no, inducted he while he was in high school. He didn't, he didn't file the paperwork. No, but I, he never. He never. He never retired. But so I do think, you have to file the paperwork, file or is it just five years yeah. after you play? Like, it's five, it's five years. After you are not on a. It's five years after you're not on an active roster, and there's two types of paperwork. No, man, you got to file the paperwork to be. You got to file. You actually have to file. You can. You can file retired reserve. Uh, reserve retire, or you can file completely retired. I don't know. I, I don't know his situation, but I'm I'm seventy. I'm eighty percent certain he didn't file the paperwork. He didn't file, man. Bull didn't file any of it. He is not retired. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Either, I just know the bull still running four four. <laughs> so maybe 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 maybe. Maybe you know. I mean, but you couldn't get a you couldn't get a a, a contract when you was you know five years younger and still in shape. So yeah, to yeah, damn four four. Yeah, yeah four four, dog. Right, I'm gonna send you the video. Bull ran a four four. Well, what happened this week, man? While everybody was on the grid night, my to was out doing forties. Yeah, here, here it is. It says, despite being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018, Owens never officially called it quits on his football career. Five-time All-Pro. No. That don't really that don't really say anything, though, because we're talking about paperwork. Not calling it quits is just like, one day I might come back. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, mean, I don't it, know if he actually put the paperwork on. Just reading that, it sounds, it lends itself to what B was saying. But they're, they're – you know, they're not being specific, but they just said he never officially called it quit. So maybe them using the word officially means no, he didn't file that. So probably right. Dude. Yeah, I think, yo, boy, still, I just sent you the video, boy, still running a 4 4. <laughs> so he hadn't caught a football in 12 years. I need him to get on he the pocket. <laughs> All right, so what happened this week? I don't care. I probably run like seven four. I'm sitting there like, yo, what, what did happen this past week? We on the grind. What do I know? Yo, but by the way, what I do know is what happened while you on the grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, you got hit up Digital Extreme Tech. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three. And oh, if you're yeah. yeah. no, you didn't. Oh, right, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Might be that. Um, yo, y'all know the boy George Foreman uh, is being sued for allegedly sexually assaulting two minors back in the day. Remember yo, we talked about years this. Ago. Right. Remember we talked about this a while ago because he he brought it up. I guess he was trying to get out in front of the story before it happened. So now it's official. They uh, filed a lawsuit against them. They said the two women had. They said Foreman had sex with the. Sexual intercourse with the two women when they were between the ages of 13 and 16. Um, and this was back in the 1970s. The women, now in their 60s and identified in a lawsuit by pseudonyms, are seeking damage for sexual battery and intentional, intentional infliction of emotional distress. You know, George Foreman is 73 years old right now. Um, yeah. Yo, so, I'm, almost, I'm almost afraid. I'm almost afraid to say what I really think. 
Because I know y'all, 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 y'all think the same thing. So I'm gonna let one of y'all say it. George Foreman tried to buy Daz on. I mean, oh. it. <laughs> he tried to buy Showtime box. Yo, is that how that goes? Daz on? I yeah, never watched. It. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Oh, oh I was called it on Dazzin. <laughs> I used to call it Daz. Uh, I was like, yo, get the, get the, yo, get the mm-hmm. own come from. That's your dad's deal. Right, dad's own. Speaking of that, that's a pretty old thing. But now, even you know, even that's falling apart. That's getting a, you know, is movie passing right now because they have boxers, boxers as big as Canelo, um, a couple other dudes, the, the British heavyweight, who signed deals with them. So anytime those dudes were fighting. You know, if you got the service, you got to watch that, just like any other fight yeah. that, that they held. Now, with names that big, even if you have the service, now they're starting to call it Dazone pay-per-view. So even if you have it, you still have to pay pay-per-view to see a Canelo or, or somebody like that. I'm like, oh, they, they movie passing. They realized what they, they were movie doing passing. was not yeah. financially feasible, and, and they, you realize Canelo sells so much, you're losing a lot of money just just letting people with subscriptions do this because it's just like Netflix. I wanted to just throw y'all the password and everybody's watching Bazon to to watch Canelo. So they realized that they had a bad business model and now, you know, it's messing up. (laughs) Speaking of movie fans, they're trying to come back. But it's definitely going to be a different business model than the one I single-handedly put out of business. But, um... (laughs) In other news, while y'all were on the Grizz naive, uh, Vanessa Bryant has won her lawsuit against L.A. County um, for the photos of the Kobe Bryant crash site. So she totaled with all the other plaintiffs in the case uh, are going to receive $31 million from the lawsuit. I think her cut is $16 million in damages. Um, and then uh, Christopher Chester was the other person who was awarded $15 million in damage. So uh, shout out to Vanessa. Did any of you guys think that it was a possibility that she would lose this lawsuit? I mean, Kobe is a folk hero out in them parts these days. So <laughs> if, if you mess with Vanessa, if you make Vanessa mad, she got a whole city state on her side. So. Plus, let's keep it a buck. They were wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely wrong. You know, they definitely wrong. But, you know. On a million percent. That's the other Usually, they would try to find a way yeah, that's to the other part know, of defend the police officers and say whatever. But, no, they definitely were, were, were damn wrong in the situation. All right. And last but certainly not least, man, have y'all heard that y'all man Dennis Rodman said he going to Russia to, seek, to help seek the release of Brittany Griner? <laughs> and... We know that he will do it. Like he was over there talking to to the president of North Korea, busting it up, trying to trying to do whatever he was trying to do over there. Um, however, now he's saying he's not going because the U.S. government kind of told him to cease and desist, told him FOH. Um, they quote unquote strongly discouraged him from traveling to Russia to help secure the release of the, of, of Brittany Griner. Um, yeah, you, and, I, and I'm not mad at them for doing that because I think Dennis would have just made things worse. Like that she, she Listen, man, big, big Bang P, Big Bang P, a little different. 
Big Bang P a little different than the North Korea boys, man. He'd have put he'd have put Robin in the air. Robin would have been a pack. <laughs> Robin would have been a pack and Brittany. He'd have, he'd have put them in like guillotines right next to each other. So yeah, it, it, they 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 discouraged him <laughs> from doing that. Like, come on, cuz like you ain't got nothing with you that's gonna help. Like Putin don't care about no rebounds or, or none of that stuff. So you got the chip. All right, so that's what happened this week while y'all were on the grind. This date in sports history brought to you, of course, by Sports the Book. Uh, whatever you're reading is trash. Make sure you get Sports the Book. You can get that at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com, written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Get your copy, greatest sports book ever written. August 25th, 1968 was the day that Arthur Ashe became the first African-American to win the U.S. Singles championship in tennis. So shout out to Arthur Ashe and this accomplishment, um, this big historical moment in sports salute from the war room. So uh, it's it's time for us to, to get up out of here, man. So uh, we want to thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Neil and Skyview still in there holding it down. I think Neil is in the midst of a road trip listening to us right now. So shout out to you for that as well. Um, but shout out to everybody on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our group chat, and uh, our callers for calling in. Thanks to Fred Purdue for uh, chopping it up with us for a few minutes about the opening of the college football season. Um, Tobias as well. Tune in next week live right here on demand as we catch you up on the most important sports entertainment and life stories of the week or at least the ones we deem to be so we run this so until then enjoy the rest of your week enjoy your weekend uh whatever sports you're going to be watching or if you're you know one of those what do you call it something warriors if you're out there playing sports do your thing don't get hurt stay safe in these streets uh weekend warriors is what i'm thinking about but stay safe in these streets we'll see y'all right back here next time be sure to catch our conversations on facebook Twitter and Instagram, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts on warroomsports.com. Also, make sure you pick up a copy of Jimmy's book at sportsthebook.com and warroomsports.com. Until next time, everybody. <laughs> don't, I'm tripping right now. <laughs> don't accept mediocrity and be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you, chumps, on top. Stay in tune to Jimmy, know the blueprint. Yo, every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. Shout out to Dev, PJ, be off and Doc Bay on replay. War Room Sports. Com. Get that mobile app, it's knocked out, 323-4012, they be going and you sensitive then oh well, yeah. physical podcast, the tough sports, showtime like magic in the block push, listen live, push one to join in, rip your team or listen for your enjoyment, hip hop dollars, pit stop knowledge, should be in sports credit as I ain't talking college, five guys, no beef though, Secret, but the streets know. Bella
money, I got a cheap flow KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us War Room Sports War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.